advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Frogger. I'm like, we're lo- we're bleeding gold right now. I talk a lot. It's okay. And it's so, all Willem, when is your live show? Let's redo this. January 11th, the theater at the Ace Hotel, downtown LA. And how are you being delivered? I'm being delivered by the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. <laughs> and you think that's a double entendre? And if you know entendre, oh. you know she likes to double down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of being Entendre. Nothing like, nothing like drag queens and some cheap wieners. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like. That's my Friday night. What kind of condiment do you like on it? Ooh. I, I kind of like mine a little spicy. Ooh, peppers, jalapenos? Yeah, that would be, yeah. So I like a relish, a jalapeno, a ketchup, a mustard, no onions. No, no chili. Nice. Yeah, what about you? Uh, on hot dogs? Mm-hmm. Pretty much just, well, mustard, sauerkraut. Ooh, kraut. I forgot kraut. Yeah. yeah. I like kraut. Mm, you like yeah. your, yeah, because you care about your gut with the pickles. Yeah, stuff. I want to make is that my what farts stink. Yeah, you're so Portland. Be like, oh, kimchi. No, and all no, my no. Vegan. It's just no, I know. no ketchup. I That's know my her. Thing. Yeah. I get. The the bear pillow thing was cute. The drag queen, yeah, that yeah. That was cute. Mm-hmm. That Kim, was super Kimchi's cute. Kimchi's a drag queen. Okay. Yeah, kimchi is a drag queen. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad sauerkraut is not. Though that would be a funny name, though. Sauerkraut? Sauerkraut. Her wigs would probably be terrible. Angry German. Yeah. My drag name is, because I had to come up one when I get to the paper, is Charcuterie. And then C-O-O-T-E-R-I-E. <laughs> yeah. So I like playing with my meat. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're also a little cheesy. I know. Yeah, that makes sense. cheesy. <laughs> sometimes it gets a little moldy. It doesn't clean. But <laughs> wow. okay. people like it that way sometimes. The cultured ones. Yeah. There are, there you Should do we culture. introduce our guests? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a little like, appropriate to, like, time a female now. Name, a female uh, voice and a male voice. We're like, is that that's not is that Bronger doing a voice? <laughs> He's got twins. <laughs> yeah. I have the the lovely and amazing Willem on the show. We have the lovely and amazing. Hello, Willem, uh, Willem is a. Uh, how would you describe yourself and your performance? Um, a model, actress, mattress. Perfect. Is my Twitter bio. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, amazing drag performer um, who I've seen. Uh, we were we did a show. Well, we were on the same show at the Improv once, and God bless the Improv. But they'll like throw me on shows that I have no business being on. And uh, I was just kind of like, oh, can I do some time? And they're like, sure, you this one. But they don't tell me what the show is, and I I don't look it up. And I go there, and it's just an entirely uh, LGBTQ uh, drag show. And I'm like, well, man, I feel like I'm taking up space here. I feel you like were I'm, great. And thank you, no, but you were lovely because I was riffing on how uh, people were kind of giving me looks about what was why what am I doing there? And I could hear you. You were sitting right by the stage, and you were laughing. And I thought you were kind of making fun of me. And I'm like, are you joking about me? And you're like, no, you're so funny. And it was I could hear the sincerity in your voice. It yeah. Was very, it was very sweet. I, I fucking love stand-up. That was great. Yeah, All I ask is if you two could put on your headphones oh, so shit. you can get an idea of just where your volume is at. Okay. Please. Is Thank this you. close enough to my head? Should we I got it? It is not. Yeah, it a little bit. Not. There you go. Oh, we've been talking to... Oh, okay, sorry. There we go. Now we're perfect. Ooh. Okay, great. So yeah, so you met mm-hmm. at this like random yeah, show. Yeah, just doing a show. And, I forget and, whose show was that. Was it Nicole Byers? Uh, she was on it. I believe she, she was on it. She was on it too, yeah. Yeah. And uh, no, I mean the show was it was a blast. Yeah. But it was it was one of those things where kind of like I was you know I don't care I'll do any kind of fucking show but it was just like wait a minute am I taking up space? (laughs) And what is that medieval times dressing room they got going on upstairs with fake stone all over? Yeah. Well, it's the the improv has just been 
not a mess, but just in this crisis of identity at this certain point since about about eight years, six, seven years ago, they all of a sudden were like, we got to change everything. We have to make everything updated. And they really didn't. Like, everyone <laughs> liked the old bar. Everyone liked it. There was a, this giant room with a weird fresco of, t- of two guys wrestling or something or boxing on the wall for no reason. Uh, everyone liked that that feel. And they changed it, and they put in, like, a barbecue restaurant. Like, stuff no one was asking for. And they combined mm. the improv lab with the improv. And, you know, it's still good, but it's just... It's the growing pains have gone on far too long, I think, in that place. You know? Sure. Would you have a favorite place that you like to perform? I really like to perform at a bar called Precinct in downtown LA. Okay. Um, but worldwide, uh, I'd say Australia. Wow. They love drag queens down there. Mm-hmm. And m- there, are, I can't understand accents really well, especially when they're drunk. But usually, they're it's people complimenting you. Yes. It's very effusive, and they grab you, mate. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-huh, everything yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. I like Australia a lot. No, I I did the Melbourne Comedy Festival uh, one year, and I just was struck by the the by the quality of life and how much people like love to have fun yeah. and it's not just I mean alcohol is a huge part of that of course mm-hmm. but it's also just like oh this is crazy we like crazy shit you know yeah. what I mean like drag is all out you mm-hmm. know uh, uh, no question it's a spectacle it's what, is it, it's what it is yeah. and people, it's a show yeah they where, know they like a little show they like some camp you know mm-hmm, yeah. it's very that yeah. so it's cool yeah so like uh, you, where's your favorite spot to perform oh worldwide Oosh. golly Probably, if I had to pick one play, I really like doing. I like doing stand up in Portland, Chicago, San Francisco, um, and also also just random small places where no one sees comedy. Mm-hmm. I just had a great show in Flint, Michigan last weekend, which was like in this giant rock club or something. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, hey, this is where like Limp Biscuit or fucking Insane Clown Posse plays. Like, what am I doing here? Kind of thing. <laughs> but they were so happy. It's like it's like you go back into like the the 50s where people are like I like entertainment. That's what I like. I don't care what it is, kind of thing. So it's like you you've, you got to put a show on, and it was I definitely like had to work because no one knew who the hell I was. But it was still like I I, I love having to you know kind of kind of prove myself. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. a sense, you know. Same. Yeah. But just bring a Britta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like I just I just saw uh, uh, Dina. I'm wearing her shirt. Uh, Martina. Oh, Dina in, Martina? Yeah. In, oh, uh, she's great. I've seen her like, I, Amanda gives me shit because I'm always wearing a Dina shirt. This, always. There's a new always. one. Always. That's a new always, one. yeah, that's uh, a new one though. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, she was, uh, I saw her her Christmas spectacular in, in Seattle, Wa, as she calls it, Seattle, Washington. And um, it, like my wife and I see her religiously. Uh-huh. And we've, from that, I've branched out. And I remember uh, talking to um, Guy Branham and Solomon Giorgio, who are, are uh, gay oh, I'm comedian re- friends I'm trying to read Guy's book right now. Oh, yeah. yeah we I had him on the, on the show uh, a yeah. couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. You have really good taste. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks very much. And, and he, they were, they were hipping me to other drag performers I never heard of. They're like, okay, get a pen. You need to see. Boom, boom, boom. I'll give you a list because some of them I'll probably want to cross out. Okay. Mm. <laughs> we'll compare notes. I would love to hear your list, though. I think the most talented That's- person to ever come out of Drag Race is someone named Jinx Monsoon. She's She can do the splits. She can sing. She can dance. And she could take out her teeth. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, she's from, she's Portland. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's Portland. She's, Portland. Oh, she's cool. like the queen of Portland. Oh, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had, growing up, we had Darcel. 
which was uh, we had, there's a showdown. Uh, oh, uh, the old one, yeah, the, the really one. really old. She's still alive, you yeah, know. She is. Yeah. She flew to um, Wigstock. She did Wigstock this year. I think. Oh, marvelous! Yeah, yeah, that was kind of like the one of the kind of the big fun night outs thing uh-huh. that I grew up with. Let's see how toasted to. we can get Darcel and then make her do stairs. Yes. <laughs> you ever get a? You ever just get a drag queen so fucked up just so you can see her like fall or go out in the middle of traffic? <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> Just buy buy your local queen shots and get her fucked up. She'll her wig will end up off. <laughs> oh. She'll end up sleeping in a dressing room. That's I, so yeah, funny. it's great. Yeah. That's so funny, man. Yeah. I uh, I did. We talked about this earlier, but I did the Dream Girls review in San Diego a lot. And mm-hmm. sometimes you would just mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. like I used to go by myself too all the time. Like I was there for my birthday a couple years ago because everybody chicken out. Like, mm-hmm. but I had my personal trainer in San Diego was the one who got me to go. But, um, yeah, sometimes, some, sometimes when the Queens, especially the Queens of titties, when they're drunk, and they like will totally like motorboat you for money. I think that's so fun. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's so honest. That's so yeah, no, it's great. But I love it. Like I love big it. girls with boobies. Like man. Oh. Yeah. And now there's this drag queen Landon Cider down there. I know Landon. He's a drag king. He's king, really talented. Sorry, drag king. Yeah, yeah. he's super duper. Man, what, so cool. At what age did you start getting into this? Uh, the first time I was paid for drag, I was 16. But like I remember doing it when I was. 13 at Rocky Horror with my dad like would drive me to Rocky Horror and then I had an aunt who had one eye and she had a lot of costume jewelry so we would put on all of her jewelry nice my sister and I and um she's really easy to to fool Mm -hmm. dumb dumb old and drunk and one eye one eye it's great yeah that's a that's that's like a superhero origin story for sure honestly she slept like this (laughs) <laughs> in a rocking chair <laughs> like the electric grandmother operating on two double A batteries that's so cool yeah. what, a, what a satirical character she punched a nun too that was fun <gasps> great gal nice oh yeah. man that's that's fun to be cut from that cloth yeah yeah it's yeah. in my blood well, if you guys are ready well, let's, let's play pretty, the first one let's dole out some advice with Willem pretty great question sure. okay let's do it um, I was excited about this so Matt Bronger, how's it going? This is the Phallic Philosopher. I am such because I'm a bit of a dick, and my deep thoughts will penetrate your mind. Oh, okay. Uh, in reality, uh, I'm a truck driver by trade, but I'm a philosopher at heart. I put out a series of YouTube videos entitled The Phallic Philosopher, but Branding. nobody's watching them. So my question to you is, how does somebody get their voice heard when there are so many other things vying for the masses' attention? Now, when I go on YouTube, I don't look up philosophy videos, so I understand why people aren't watching my shit. Uh, I like to watch people fall down and get hurt typically or act like assholes in public. So. Sure. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if you know anybody who. I mean, well, you speak for a living, but I don't know. How do you? How do you get your shit out there? Um, that's all. Uh, so, well, thank you, and uh, uh, hopefully you will respond to my question. The day ten four ten four double P. Well, uh, at least Eileen Warnos didn't get him. Yeah, there's that. I mean, I, it's, this is the eternal question, of course. It's like, how do I get noticed? But you, I guess 
first thing I'd say is like you gotta make sure your shit is noticeable. You know, the one one thing we always talk about on the show is just like you, the only, the best way is just to bust your ass until you, people cannot ignore you, and that's that's damn hard on YouTube if you're older than I don't know twenty three. I mean, it, I feel like that's that that's who's make, generating most or all the content. The people that are to what it sounds like this guy's age, it's it's tough. It's not impossible, but it's like it sounds like his whole pitch is just he's a dick. Yeah, that's it. I would say you need to go in through the back door on that and find a way to make it interesting, and then get them to watch your other videos. Yeah, some kind of viral video. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do that dance that Drake does. Sure, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he's a truck driver. Yeah, mm-hmm. may- maybe find some way to get in through the back door with some viral trend and a hashtag, and then people will watch your videos. Yeah, maybe set up the camera like on your dash as yeah. you're driving your truck. And, yeah. Uh, maybe you're, you're doing it like as you drive. Maybe he does that already, but yeah. that's, the, that's the thing with doing this show, man. It's like I've, people will ask advice, but they are so vague about exactly what... They're do- like I've had people like, why don't people read my book? Thanks, like, man. I, I need more. I need more than that. You know. Yeah. Well, I was helping. I was thinking maybe we could help this guy with his branding. Yes. Okay. So the Great. phallic philosopher who is a truck driver. Yeah. That eliminates fifty-one percent of your audience, I would think, because no woman would want to tune into that. Oh yeah. Well, then yeah. you're also not talking about dicks. It sounds like he's just being. A, he says I'm that because I am a dick and I have penetrating thoughts, and it's just like, well, a that's just being a dick is it not to be you know mm. logistical is is being an asshole too in terms of vernacular you're just being Truth, it's yeah. being a jerk so you're talking about which i'm not saying don't be that that can be hilarious mean mm-hmm. people are very funny you made a whole but, career out of it but like <laughs> yeah, yeah but, what was the name of the insult comic dog what was that triumph, triumph. triumph. amazing that's right amazing yeah, yeah. everybody loves yeah. insult comedy yeah but if you say you're a phallic philosopher it sounds like you're you philosophize about penises so your 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 advertising is kind of faulty right there. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like when I hear phallic philosopher, I think of dicks. I yeah. think of actual wieners, penises. Something obelisk-like at least. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yes. He just has like so many sausages hanging in his truck right. when he does his YouTube videos. Oh, God, dream job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Come on. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, in terms of branding, I would say uh, maybe think about changing the name. Yeah, do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It either needs to play into the name and and be funny, right. or if it's serious, you need like a very different. Yeah, think about your audience. Think about uh, who, like, it's, it sounds like such a, an agent's pitch, but who who is the phallic philosopher's fan? Mm-hmm. Who is that fan? Yeah. Visualize that fan and think about what that fan wants to see. You know, I, I I feel like you probably thought, oh, phallic philosopher, and get that idea, and you're like, because I'm a dick, and you in your mind were like, genius, run with it. <laughs> Boom. But it's kind of just doesn't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It might it might be good as a black and white intro and like, you know, your obit. Mm-hmm. The phallic philosopher. Yeah. What's that? Are we g- Oh, no, that was just what brought the voicemails into here. So oh, I'm okay. just going to have to pull the first voicemail. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Well, cool. Here's the next one. Good luck, double P. Hey, Matt. This is Chris. So I have a big crush on a guy in my office. But I've been single for a while, and I have really bad gaydar. How do I know if he's gay and if he's into me? Thanks. Take it, Willem. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a, do your homework. If you don't have to ask him, don't. Because if he's not, he could always be that guy you think I'm gay. Which, you know, some people take offense to. If he is, and... 
he's not into you, then he could be like, oh, this guy likes me. I have to stay away from him. So if you could find out on your own, do that. There's the internet. There's so many things. There's that bitch in payroll who knows him. There's, um, you know, check his car, follow him home from work, see where he goes, do all that stuff. It's fun. It's fun being Scooby-Doo, you know? Um, do that. And then if all else fails, be like, hey, I'm going to a bar. Do you want to go get a drink with me? And we could talk about fucking, you know, Nancy and accounting. Um, and yeah, just find something to relate to them on that level and then mention in something about, you know, try to find a way that they can do a pronoun about a girl or a guy or if they're bi, you're fucked. Um, because then you'll be like bass backwards. I don't know. Good luck though. <laughs> that's a perfect answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the thought I had was that that's kind of fascinating that I, I kind of love the fact that there is a bit of. Uh, 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 solve the mystery. You yeah, know I mean? it's it sounds, fun. sounds kind of fun. Where it's yeah. just like I just want to crack the code. Where then you might like, get to suck them. Right. Yeah. How do you? Yeah. But I, workplace like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. boundaries. Fuck. Yeah. My, yeah. my favorite was Love um, it. my favorite description of sexuality itself was um, a guy named Luz L U Z who was my friend's roommate. Who I think I've talked about him on the show, but this is probably months and months ago. Maybe before we started doing. I haven't heard. Uh, okay, he, he was uh, Kanane's roommate. Uh, in when he when he lived in Highland Park, uh, probably like eight years ago, and Luz was bisexual. He was into women and fat men, and his the way he he, he just and he would he would see some of my friends, and he would like he, he he wouldn't ask is that guy gay, is he straight, is he bi? He'd nudge me and go, "What's his action?" And that's yeah. my favorite to this uh-huh. day. What's your action? Yeah, oh, I yeah. like girls. What's your action? What's your action? That's yeah. my favorite. So like I, I think like. The mystery of discovering someone's action would be kind of fascinating to me if I were a gay man <laughs> and I was like, man, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's difficult. He kind of keeps to himself. He's not very uh, uh, flagrant in terms of what he enjoys in life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he could be like a, a wildcat. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to find out. I want to do some research. I like that. It sounds interesting. Yeah. I like that. So, I mean, I feel, feel like that was perfectly worded, the advice you gave that gentleman. Yeah. I've had mm-hmm. to sniff out a few situations like that. So, so buy like buy is is that's that sucks. That's no go. I mean, it's just more confusing. Yeah. Because if he starts talking about a woman in a conversation, then you're like he's straight, but then oh, he right. still could be gay. Who knows? Yeah, just- <laughs> I mean, I know a guy that's only like this guy was at a party and he kissed me while walking me to my car, and I was like, whoa, 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 you're with my girlfriend, um, my girl who is a friend, and um, he's like, yeah, but I'm into girls like you too, and I was like, wait, so you're into big girls, and then. Uh, T-girls and he's like yeah oh Asian chicks too and I was like I don't think they like to be called Asian chicks (laughs) (laughs) just while we're on the subject yeah I was like I don't think you're you're in the market of scoring with any of these people because the fat chick you're dating is my friend and I'm gonna tell her you kiss me I don't wanna suck you (laughs) and then there's no Asian chicks at the party yeah yeah like you didn't have to add that it's it's not it's it's not you him like it's not it's not like you're gonna hear that and be like ooh really yeah what a fascinatingly unique thing for a white guy to feel. Yeah, for into Asian. I've never heard that. Uh-uh. The most typical fucking <laughs> oh. dumb fetish. Oh yeah. Who, that's the most. That's the most. Who gives a fuck? Straight white guy fetish of all time. Seriously. Of all time, I think. Whenever I, you have me like legitimately trying to think if there's one worse. Oh, but I don't think there is. I think that is the ultimate. Well, it'd be like it'd be the like a guy going. Like Asian I, I kind of like big tits. Like yeah, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, but I even think Asian chicks beats that though. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. That's well, and it, and it play, you know, it just goes to the stereotype of like, I like someone diminutive and submissive. Like, you know what they're talking about. Yeah. They're not talking about like the, that UFC fighter who's yeah, Asian. No. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Who would yeah. beat the shit out of him. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. That just, I love that he added that. What a dipshit. Yeah, I was just like, no, no points, <laughs> no points across the board. Yeah. That was him trying to relate to you, too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so if you're going to be like, that's awesome. I don't know what he was going for. I just know that MSG makes me bloat, so uh, I'm good. <laughs> So you're just you're turned off on every level. I'm good. I'm Gucci. Uh, okay, fantastic. Last question. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Really? Wow, this is so easy. Yeah, it's real simple. Hey Matt. So I'm not going to give you my name, but it's a new year, new me, and I have one question for you. I, I I'm just like fed up with pew blank. Like how how long do I shave my pew? Do, am I going like for a nice mid length? Am I going for a fade? Am I shaving the gooch area? Am I just getting a little bit of the balls in the shaft? I, I, I don't know. I'm just like, nobody ever told me what the correct length was. You know, I've been going my whole life, going into these situations, shaving too low. Sometimes I'm not shaving enough. And I just, I don't know, man. Uh, can you answer that for me? Thanks. Uh, did he, well first did, did you say gooch gooch chariot? Is that what he said? He said gooch, yeah. Gooch. Goo- gooch. 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 The gooch, yeah. Geesh. What gooch. the whole thing he said, the gooch. The balls. He was yeah. all like he was like, Do I do a little bit of balls okay. into the shaft? Because I I <laughs> I would just do one ball. I thought what he Yeah, sir. Just, <laughs> it's it's like uh it's like <laughs> one jack uh, jacket off one shoulder. Yeah. Uh, I thought he said goo chariot. Like, Ooh, like that's like a, a chariot, chariot of goo. Oh. Like his nutsack. I've never heard it called oh. that. No, I know. I think we, I think we just created that. I think we just invented a new hashtag. I love that. Hashtag goo chariot. Goo chariot. Yeah. Goo chariot. Uh, mm. So that was, I, I was like, wow, you're a, you're a poet. Like I love, <laughs> I love poetry of, of what a phallic philosopher of the, of the, of the gross. <laughs> that yeah. is a phallic like philosopher. Like your, your show was, was unchart my fart. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that, I mean, I saw that and I just howled cause it's oh, so you. funny. Cause it's like, it's the, it's the un, it's the uh, it's the it's the impossible. It's the impossible. You cannot <laughs> you unshart your fart. It's not a ball you can shart. Yeah, you can't take a shart back. Uh, but it's uh, like that of Gucci. I was like, ooh, this is great. But um, <laughs> let's just roll with that. I yeah. think it's just fucking. Uh, it's it's obviously a, a matter of a matter of preference. What what do you what are your? Thoughts? I have some strong opinions. Please, I think that if you have body hair that is below the belly button and you leave that longer than your pub length. <laughs> It sh- makes it kind of weird. I would do uh, either get your clippers or do the little Norelco thing with the double-ended thing, and I would put a guard on it and then just get rid of most of the bush. Just like yeah. the, the, the part, if it can curl over, if it's long enough to braid or put a bead in it, get rid of it. <laughs> and then you, you need enough for like, like um, mulch, like a nice mulching area yes. for your balls and your dick. But you don't need much more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, don't try to shave like in the little spot where your thighs meet your pubes because that's like, you know, inviting razor burn. Um, and you only need to go behind your balls if someone else is going behind your balls. Yes. I know a lot of girls, they don't go south of the dick. You yeah. know, and ball, putting balls in your mouth, it's always like, after you do that, like, why? Does it yeah. feel good? Or is it just like, oh, I want to put my balls in your mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, smile. Uh, <laughs> Gettysburg address. Um, I, those are my opinions. I think if someone's going back there, you can clean it up a little bit. But, like, other than that, you're good. Yeah, I, I feel like if you make a modicum of effort, it's just appreciated so much. If you just yeah. trim off, just take an inch. Just take, like, all the, the, the shape 
yeah. off it. And then whatever else you want to do from there, you can do. Give it a blunt edge. Yes. It's <laughs> like weed whacking your yard a little mm-hmm. bit. Like you don't, need to, you don't need to do the whole perimeter. Just clean up the edges a little bit. Leave a bit. nice inch of topsoil. Exactly. Uh, yeah, just a nice putting green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. It's, I love how the guy came in so hot about it, though. There's one thing I love about the show is like people will just be like, ah, just fuck, you know, you're new me, how, I, new pubes. how much, and I think it's gonna be something. Where, I think it's gonna be something big, like which is like, it could I've, be. I've never kissed anyone's asshole, and I've always want like something like, make take the step, buddy, you know, yeah. uh, something, you know. But it's just how much do I trim my nuts? You're yeah, like, no, but he's like, I am not giving you my name. It's like, <laughs> but great, you know what? Thank you for not. I always I have really the quandary about when I'm in the shower. Do I use? Do I shave my face first or my asshole? Oh. And then I'm like, because I want the razor to be as sharp as possible for my face, but I don't usually do that till I get out of the shower, but I want my butt smooth too. Yeah. Yeah. Because, oh, because you have to worry about cross-pollinating. So what, okay, we're talking about a, a, a waterproof electric shaver um, or a razor? It de- depends what I have. Sometimes I'll just use a blade. Good for you. <laughs> um, I, I've used like the single blade Bix. Mm-hmm. I've used the double blade. The single blade Bix are the best for not getting ingrowns because triple or double blades what they do is first they pull the hair the first yeah. blade and then yes. the second hair snaps it and then under the skin ingrown boom yeah. um, but yeah I'll, sh- I'll use anything on my face that's impressive yeah it's impressive hotel razors I don't give a fuck you are an iron queen yeah. I'm very impressed <laughs> iron clad um, yeah that's always like the bis- biggest question too of when to wash your body mm. and like Pete Holmes has a saying that's pits tits and shits so that way you get like your butthole last oh okay so that way you're not like putting butthole dirt. It's like, kind of gross that Pete has to wash under his tits. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think it's. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> but I always because of the cross pollinating. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't have to do my face, so I don't have to worry about that. Like, yeah. joys of a woman. I, I, guess. I thought about something that uh, I don't know why this memory came back to me, but it's like when I was a kid, I used to just grab the bar of soap and just use it all over the place, you know, because you're an care. idiot, you don't think. But like my mom was always like, use a washcloth, use a washcloth. And I came out of the bathroom. I was like, I don't know, I was maybe like eight or nine. And, uh, and my mom was like, did you use that washcloth? And there's a washcloth just sitting there. And I'm like, yep. And she's like, oh, we just cleaned Jonah. Like this, my cousin Jonah was like a toddler. They just cleaned out his butt with the thing. <gasps> so I lied and said I washed myself with like a shit cloth. Like, like the lies oh bit me. And I'm like, gosh. no, but I didn't. But I, it- <laughs> <laughs> you got to believe me. You know, I what a way it. to catch yourself, mm-hmm. huh? Oh yeah. my gosh. I was ready for that to be a pink eye story. No, nope, I was no, super thank, ready for a pink eye story. Thankfully, no. I blew yeah. my nose in a pair of boxers. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> this was like last week. I blew my nose in a pair of boxers that were next to my bed, and I forgot that um, I had used them when me and someone jerked off the night before. And I was like, oh, God. I just blew. And then I was like, it was, it, well, it wasn't only my sperm, but I was like, that's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, boxers I mean, and socks are free reign. They're like basically hand towels. Yeah, they're yeah. they're cum rags. Men are disgusting. Oh, they're, they're oh, the worst. Yeah. Oh my oh, god, they're the worst. Oh, yeah. yeah, totally. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, Ball hair is the least you have to worry about. Yeah. In my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I always think from like a like from my perspective, it's always funny when the only thing they trim is their balls. Yeah. That's really that's really funny looking. That is funny. Like, and then amazing point of the when like the top bush is significantly like is gone, but yet like the There's belly a hair trail. is there. Yeah. yeah. But it's gone. Yeah. Like that's that's weird looking. Like yeah. I just like man, and I'm like a full participant. So yeah. like if you 
take down everything a little bit. Like I'm a fan, but sure. when it's just like one isolated spot, it looks weird. So I he mentioned a fade, for... and I thought that was funny. Yeah, the I was fade like, is That's great. not really a bad idea. Well, I wonder about like guys that have very thick body hair. Like, thankfully, I do not. But like, what do you do? Because you just laser. have this area that yeah. laser. Yeah, I've done laser. I've done electrolysis. I've done a lot of different things. Okay, it's great. Really? Gets okay. ri- if you have dark hair and light skin, it's great. They have re- uh, lasers for darker skin now, too. If you have blonde hair or red hair, you're fucked. Oh. Because uh, the, the gun or whatever uh, centralizes on the melanin in the hair follicle, mm-hmm. like it would with tattoo removal. So, yeah. Oh, fascinating. Mm-hmm. I, I get my ears and nostrils waxed sometimes, which oh, is like a new thing for me. Oof. No, it doesn't even, it's just... That it's makes just, my butthole clench no, so tight. That's what I thought, too. The nostril sounds And bad. I was like saying to her, I was like, come on, though. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it, A, it's going to bleed, and B, I'm going to cry. And she's like, no. She's like, it actually doesn't even hurt. And it doesn't. It's just a sudden whoop, and you're like, whoa, okay. okay. Like, I was fascinated, fascinated by how much it did not, mm. like, hurt She didn't cry all. after? No, nothing. No, no, no watery eyes, no wow. nothing. Yeah. Was that like a, as you got older, you needed that thing? Or I just were you was always like, because I, I trim them anyway, but it's like I would forget about my ears, and then my wife's like, You're a fucking old man. Like, we're out in public, and the light catches it. <laughs> oh, I like, would fully pull my husband's ears. She, hair. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> just pushes me in the bathroom and just uh-huh. gets out tweezers. She's like, Sit in this chair. <laughs> wow. And it's like, I appreciate it. Oh, the joys that. of marriage. But that hurts. That hurts. Just the <laughs> yeah, hair by the hair. The tweezer hair. part. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Awful. Uh, waxing is like a woman is not, is no longer fun. And yeah. so now when you go, they uh, they give you numbing agents now. Oh wow! And that's like that's not something I like to participate in anymore. Ugh, so mm-hmm. aggressive. Yeah. But like with little isolated spots, the nose that's ugh, nose it's it's mildly. a place called Stark that's on uh, it's in Silver Lake and mm. they just uh, my wife would go there to get stuff waxed and so I was like I was looking at the menu and I was like hey. You do that? Why don't I try this? Yeah. It's a guy like, way to start waxing. Well, exactly. Of course. It's not, it's, it would never cross my mind. Or I like mean, a married man. Think, That's like think, the way a married man. Think back man. to what you just said. This guy who was just like, probably a girl at one point was like, shave your fucking balls. He's like, all right. And then wouldn't do anything else with the rest of the, mm-hmm. yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of, of anything on his entire body. So like, strange. I so shaved strange. my legs once to have a tuxedo stripe of hair going up. The side. Oh, that's genius. Yeah, but it was straight to me as I was shaving it, but in the mirror it was not straight. <laughs> yeah. I was so disappointed because I've been growing all that leg hair out for like two months. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, fail. Womp womp. Womp womp. Well, is there anything you have coming up that you wanted to plug away? Sure. I'm on Race Chaser Live, my podcast with Alaska, and it's live in San Fran, January 22nd, and LA, January 11th, and we'd love to see you there, racechasertickets.com. Where are you playing in San Fran? Uh, the Castro. Oh, Street Theater, yeah. Oh, my God. That theater is just the most gorgeous It's thing. A legendary. I've sucked a lot of dicks there. Uh, yeah, I, I saw the plaque. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you for coming That was a rim show. chair. hey <laughs> Uh, uh, if you want to call in, folks, the number is 323-763-0228. Patreon is advice from a dipshit. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Please tell your friends. Uh, social media, at advice from a dipshit on Facebook, at dipshit advice on Twitter. Theme songs by Ben Wise. Please subscribe. Write a fun review. Uh, Amanda and I are on tour here and there, but we need you to reach out to your local venues and say, hey, do you guys know what this is? You should book them. Uh, and then um, the booking man will, uh, will set us up. Uh, Willem, you are a joy, and thanks for coming on the podcast. And Same. Folks, uh, follow Willem. Where, where can they uh, reach, find you online? Uh, the bus station. With the bus? Well, sure. Uh, but you can find me at Willem, W-I-L-L-A-M, um, or check your stepdad's internet cache. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm there. All right. Bye. Bye. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Fronger.